Good evening. I hope you are all doing well. Um, there is a dichotomy in feelings when you uh, have both a simcha um, on the backdrop of a very complicated uh, Yiddish uh, scenario. The mix of feelings is quite complicated, and I, I know as a dad for my daughter's bas mitzvah, she needed to feel 110% simcha from me, which is what she got. And I sense that the avoda for a yid is to function in both spaces in 100%. Be 100% bizarre with Jews and 100% besimcha with your avoda. And it is so challenging to do that with authenticity because we blend our feelings so easily. Um, but this morning during Shacharis, I was both sad and happy at the same time. Sad with the current matzah and knowing that we have weeks and months ahead of us and people are, well, things are going to be bad. Um, and at the same time, to have 100% simcha that my daughter is a basli yuva, like it's a fascinating pull on the human condition. Um, and it's an avoda that we all, in our own ways, need to try and uphold a very tall order. I'm, I would I think I was 100% sad and 100% simcha for moments, but to live with both is an avoda meruba. But that's the avoda that's upon us, is to make sure that we're moving forward, trudging forward through the snow, recognizing that it's extremely difficult. And at the same time, we have to have 200% of feelings, 100% that's that's the positive and 100% that's realistic with what's going on with the world. So as one person said after the bas mitzvah, I'm so glad you had a bas mitzvah mm -hmm. because I got to not think about anything else for an hour, mm -hmm. uh, which is an unfortunate truth. Uh, it's not the right reason to be at a bas mitzvah. Maybe don't tell the father of the bas mitzvah girl. But nevertheless, I I, I appreciate that too. It's a big avodah. Speaking of which, let's get immersed in learning, because this too is a simcha. We're four lines from the bottom on Samach Beis and Beis. We're learning Maseches Kedushin Daf Samach Kim. Yesterday we saw a case scenario where a woman was pregnant, and a man says to the father, "I I will hereby marry your daughter uh, after she's born." We said, if in fact she's either Hukra Ubra or whatever, depending on the focus, Rabban Rav Yosef, that's Chal. So the Gemara says four lines from the bottom, Amar Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov. That I can make a Kenyan on something that is as of right now, it's not in the world, but I can make a Kenyan like that. So these shitas are the called the Mikilim. These are the shitas that hold that you can make a Kenyan like this. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, that is the case, Hada Amran. We saw that yesterday. Um, and that actually was not talking about pregnancy. That case was talking about truma. We were talking about a case, if you'll recall, where I was being mafresh truma from that which was talush for that which was mechubar or vice versa. That was a case where we saw that uh, truma so is truma if in fact you intend to to, to remove it. Rebbe, last line. Titania, we have a brysa. Turning to the top of Samach Kim The Pasuk says, Lo saskir eved Rashi. You're not allowed to close off, literally, or really to uh, to say that this Evid has to go to his master. An odd pasuk, because why would you say that an Evid should not go to his master? And Revi Omer, in the Brice, the pasuk was speaking about a specific case where the whole goal of the Baal was to free the Evid. 
And because of that, at Bezdin is not allowed to say, oh, you're an Ebed now. You're not allowed to say that. Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Rav Nachman, Bar Yitzchak, you're going to Kasavlei. The case was where he wrote to the Ebed, when I purchase you, that's what's going on in the Pasuk. That's why the Pasuk says, therefore, because this person is being purchased in order to be freed, therefore, so in such a case scenario, uh, it's future. I haven't purchased you yet, but when I do, you'll be free. That's Dabr Shalom because right now, that you're talking through a through a time warp. It hasn't happened yet. Reb Mayer, where do we see that Reb Mayer holds that Dabr Shalom that you can make a Kenyan? The Tanya. The Brisa writes, in this first part of the Brisa is the Baal Plugta against Reb Mayer. Ha'omer li'isha. If a man says to a woman, I'll be married to you after I convert because I'm currently a goy. Or I'll be married to you after you convert because I'm a Jew and you're a goy. All of these cases of uh, either where he or she will then be freed from slavery. If there's a chalitza, if a man says that I hope your husband dies or I hope your sister dies, whatever the case may be. In all of these cases, the Tanakhama writes, Reb Meir, 10 lines down on Samach Gimel Amad Aleph says, Sorry, What's the Chiddush in this case? These cases are futuristic cases. And therefore, because they haven't happened yet, they shouldn't work. It must be that Rameir is of the opinion that uh, you can be that you can make an acquisition of something that has not yet even come into the world. And says the Gemara, we have more shitas in this brisa. We have Rabbi Yochanan Hassan or Omer Ene Mekudeshes like the Tanakama. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi Omer Mekudeshes. Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that it's Mekudeshes. Says the Gemara, Matam Amru Ene Mekudeshes. According to the Shitas who hold Ene Mekudeshes, why is it that they're not Mekudeshes? <coughs> so the Gemara says, Mishum Eva. Mishum Eva is a term that we are familiar with throughout Shas. Eva means that I am concerned about a ripple effect of very bad feelings. Take a look at Rashi, who qualifies this piece of Gemara on the fourth line. Eva, Eva, Achosa, Eva's Baila, Asha'ara, Kira, Meir, Sfirale. The Bishitas that hold Einamikudeshes were only talking about the cases of the Achosa, where I say to my sister in law, where a man says to his sister in law, I'll marry you when your sister dies. His sister is the wife, right? Or if you say to, um, uh, what was the other case? The other case was a sisters and uh, it's not any woman that her husband should die, right? Those two cases are Mishum Eva. Asks the Gemara an oddball question. Why is it that at the bottom of the page on Samach Bez and Bez, when Rabbi, when Rabbi, when Abaye was quoting the list of people, he wrote Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, the Rabbi, the Rabbi Meir. Asks the Gemara, nami Hanasi. Why don't you also include Rabbi Huda Hanasi? The Gemara says, "I did." Hainu Rabbi, Hainu Rabbi Huda Hanasi. I think everybody knows that. The answer is that this is the Marimako, that Rabbi is Rabbi Huda Hanasi. So it's a stickle chiddush because we're not used to seeing this. Because by us, it's you know, it's mamish. We're taka past the halfway point, but the Gemara is not usually. We learn the Gemara. It actually was quoted. The Gemara says there were references to it earlier in Shas. No recollection. 
Nevertheless, there's a Marim Malkam. At some point, we had to establish that Rebbe was Rebbe Huda Nasi. The Gemara chooses here to articulate that to us. Says the Gemara, wait one second. Maybe there's someone else in the mix that holds a Makna Dover Olam. Perhaps it's Rebbe Akiva. Says the Gemara, Vanachshov Nami Rebbe Akiva, Titania. Because we have a Brisa, more correctly, we have a Mishnah, it should be the Tanan. This is a Mishnah that can be found in Maseches Yavamos and in Ksuvis, multiple times in Ksuvis and in the Dara. So when we read this, we should hopefully remember it. When I read it, I didn't. Sad. Let's continue. The Tanan. Konam Shani This Konam is a commitment that a woman makes. She makes a promise that she's not going to give her husband um, her proceeds. Ein Sarech Lahafer. A husband does not have to be made for such. She's not allowed to do that. You can't make a hafara that's a mushbaba omen. A woman is obligated under these set of circumstances that she's obligated to put her, her money into the marriage pot. She doesn't get to just not give her proceeds to the husband. It's not allowed. Look what Rabbi Akiva says. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Yafer, What do we see from Rabbi Akiva? Yes, hafara is required. Why? Because she might future she might bring in more money than the minimum she's required to give. Let's say the minimum she's required to give is $100 a month. She pulls in uh, $1,000 a month. So for that extra $900, he does have to be made for her nether so that he can still have access to the extra $900. That's Dabar Shalom Olam. We see that Rabbi Akiva holds is Makna Dabar Shalom Olam. Says the Gemara, you're incorrect. That's not true because we said on this brisa. No, what she was not saying is that my money won't go there, but my hands won't do that. That she's not, that's different. That's then, then Rabbi Akiva is correct to say, that case is talking about her yadayim. Her yadayim are dover shabala olam. And therefore, huh? they are dover shabala olam. Yeah. Dabar Shabala Olam. Correct. I said it. I said it the wrong way. I said the right way. Oh, okay. <laughs> you convinced me. I didn't even know that I said it the right way or the wrong way. It's been a long day. So, anyways, Lamai said the Gemara says that Machlokas Rabbi Akiva in the Tanakama is not about Dabar Shabala Olam. She's talking about her hands. Her hands are right in front of her. We're not talking about the produce of her hands. We're talking about the hands itself. What the hands make, the hands are in the world. Therefore, machlokas of yafer about what's in the future is not about davar shalom. Her hands are already here. Next Mishnah. Halfway down on Samach I'll go speak to the king for you. I'll work for you like a worker. Then, if Diber uh, if he did like he said, then no problem. It's like leverage, you know, you're going to go talk to the ambassador. I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. So the Chorah, that actually works for Kedushin. Seemingly, that's worth money. We'll see in the Gemara what this means. If he doesn't do what he said, then Pasha, that ain't a Mekudeshas. Says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, That's very odd. What do you mean, Shah? Why give this case if she's giving a if he's giving her a pruta? So says the Gemara. I don't understand. for the financial value of what he's providing her. Is it not the case that um, that they wouldn't be able to get married after all? <coughs> the Hatanya, 
If we are talking about the past tense, a man says, for the reward for which I've already done for you in the past, where I've uh, given you a ride on the donkey, or I gave you a ride in the carriage or on a ship, why? Because that money has yet to be paid. It's functionally a loan, and you can't get married based on a loan, as we've seen earlier in the Masechta. But that's because his framing was past tense. What if his framing was was future tense? Says the Gemara. <laughs> Says the Gemara, first of the long lines. What if instead he was talking about the future? Bishar says the Gemara, that perhaps in the future, happy to give you a ride in the future. Now there's no loan out, right? I'm going to do something that isn't a loan. I'm going to give this to you, but that giving to you will function as the schar for marriage. Or I'll return you, I'll carry you in a carriage or in a ship. Then mikudeshes. Ah, so says the Gemara. If you want to say in this brisa, if you want to say that here too in this brisa, the brisa that's in the Gemara, two lines before the wide lines, if you want to say that money was given over, that price says black on white on the first very long line, not Pruta, but the value that you would gain from what I will give you in the future of giving you a ride, Pruta, no problem. So today the equivalent would be an Uber ride. I'm giving you a ride to go somewhere. The Uber would for sure be a Shavapruta. I looked this morning to take an Uber to Deerfield. I wanted to take a safe driver. I went for Uber Black. Couldn't have had a name that was more uh, in line with what I wasn't looking for. So I canceled it. But Lamaisa was $75 for 20 It's $3 a minute. That was very expensive. Anyways, says the Gemara over here, it's Pasha that it's Bishar. So says the Gemara, And furthermore, another reason why Reish Lakish Lachora is wrong if there's a Shabbat Pruta in our Mishnah is because of Otanya. The woman says to a man, Come sit with me. I'll marry you. Play a game for me. Be a comedian. Do a dance. Make a building like that building. So says the Gemara, we make an approximation. We make an assessment. If that which the husband, soon-to-be husband, did for the soon-to-be wife, they're married. If the work that he did was a Shava Pruta, the dancing, whatever it may be, then they're Mekudeshes. Vimlavena Mekudeshes. It's Aramaic, so the rules are not the same in the grammar. Um, but no, I think. She said, she said, I want to do this. I want you to do something for me that's worth money. And if you do this, then we'll be married. But he, still says, he still has to say something. He must say hurry up. Must him. He still has to say something. Yeah. But here we're just, the framing is that he's doing something for her that's valuable. That's valuable. I want to go listen to a show by a comedian. Tickets, $15. I'm going to ask if I'm a female. I'll ask a man, you give me the comedy show for $15. And then say, I read Mikudeshes, the comedy shows you Kedas Moshe Yisrael. No problem, because that's schar. So if she says that, so then, Shaman, we make an, we make an assessment. If the service he provided was worth a pruta, 
Mekudeshes, Vimlavein and Mekudeshes. So here we have another source. And Vichitema Hachanami Bediyavo Shavapruta. If you want to say that this brisa too, where a woman says to a man, give me a valuable service and then I'll be married to you, that can't be. The, over here, the brisa says, shaman, we're approximating. No, we're, there's no shavapruta over here. We're just looking. Is the service you provided worth a pruta? Yes or no? And therefore, to you to the Reish Lakish, that's a big challenge to Reish Lakish because the way the Reish Lakish at the open of our Gemara analyzed our Mishnah, was to say that there must have been a Shavapruta when someone does provide a service. In our Mishnah, he provided a service. I'll go speak to the senator on your behalf. I'll give you, what was the second case? I'll work for you, whatever the case may be. There, Reish Lakish has to say that it's with a Shavapruta. The other two cases are also providing services. But the Mishnahists don't say like that. The Mishnahists say against Reish Lakish. So how does Reish Lakish answer? The Gemara says, 10 lines from the bottom, a little bit less, <laughs> It gives a good answer. Hi, Tana Baro. This outside Tana, namely, the Brisa that we saw after the Gemara starts, that starts two lines after the Gemara opens. That Brisa, Savar That Brisa holds that when I'm working for you, my salary isn't due until the end. Therefore, while I'm doing the Misa, it's not a loan because I don't get paid until the end. Let's say you ask me to do a task. You ask me to mow the lawn. As I mow the lawn, I have earned zero money until I'm done mowing the lawn. If it starts raining and I stop 50% of the way through, do I get paid or do I not get paid? That brisa holds, you only get paid at the end. You're not done until you're done. And therefore, it's not a loan. And therefore, it's Shabbat Pruta. Because at the end, that's when you get paid. So there's no loan during. Package, he doesn't look at it as time at all. Correct. That's how we look at the Brisa. That's why in the Brisa, when he provided her a service, they're married because there was no loan. However, in our Mishnah, where Rish Lakish says we need to add a Shavapruta to our Mishnah, the Tana Didon, our Mishnah Savar, Yeshna Mitchilavad. So if every minute you work is X number of cents to the dollar, whatever it is, let's say that it takes an hour to mow the lawn. And I charge sixty dollars every every ten minutes. Every six minutes is ten dollars. I'm gonna make right. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying I only get paid sixty at the end. Really, my clock is. I'm like a lawyer. My clock is meters, meters running. That's the right way to say it, the meters running. If the meters running, then by the time I get to the end, it's a loan because I've already worked. You already owe me money. And therefore, it's a loan, and therefore, ain't a mikudeshes without an extra shavapruta. That's why our Mishnah is yeshna schirus mitchilavad sov. You have to pay by increments of time. And because you have to pay by increments of time, it's a loan. And therefore, without an extra shavapruta, there's no way that our Mishnah would be mikudeshes. Can't get married based on a loan. Therefore, Reish Lakish says that because our Mishnah is yeshna schirus mitchilavad sov, can't be alone. So how else does the Mishnah Mikudeshes must therefore be that there's an extra Shavapruta? Oh. So it says the Gemara, eight lines from the bottom, seven lines. Why is it the Rish Lakish had to squeeze a square peg into a round hole? Why did he make it? That our Mishnah was talking about a case where his salary was in increments of, let's say, per minute, per quarter hour, whatever it was. 
Why did we have to say that and that we had to say that he gave a Shabbat Pruta? It honestly would have been easier to just disagree with, um, it would have been easier to just disagree with Reish Lakish, accept our Tiyufta, and say that our Mishnah is also Eina Schirus Sof, and there's no need for a Shabbat Pruta. Why was Reish Lakish wrangling our Mishnah into a pretzel? Why did it have to turn? It was easier to understand our Mishnah like the two prices. Why? Why did Reish Lakish have to say anything? So the Gemara says, Omar Rava, Masnisan Kshisei. Our Mishnah is taka difficult. Why is our Mishnah difficult? Because my area detoni almanas. If you want to tell me that what's going on in our Mishnah is like the Brisas, and what's really trying to happen over here is we're just saying that if that's what you're trying to say, then say it. Say Bishar. Say something that's clear, but in our Mishnah, it doesn't say Bishar. Our Mishnah says, Al-Minas, look at our Mishnah again. Ha-Omer Lisha read Mekudeshesli, Al-Minas Shadaber, not Bishar Shadaber. The second two prices that we saw were Bishar, Bishaman, something. But our Mishnah says Al-Minas. So Reish Lakish can't handle that. It must be that every time a Brisa or a Mishnah uses a condition of service provided with the language of Almanas, Reish Lakish is right. And the Gemara accepts that as a positive, as a real answer. And therefore, we have the following division. If a man says to a woman, we are hereby betrothed to one another because I will provide you with service X, and he provides service X, they're married without a Shavu Pruta. But if he says, I'm conditioned that I provide service X, then it's only if he adds another Shavu Pruta. That's how Reish Lakish, that's how the Gemara concludes. Two clear tracks. One is the language of Bishar or Shaman, which is very clear. But when we say Amanas, Reish Lakish says, no, that's a terrible language. It's, it's confusing. And therefore, you're not married without a Shavu Prutam. That brings us to our new Mishnah, Samach Gimel Amadala, four lines from the bottom. Abba, I'll be married to you on the condition that the father allows. So it says the Gemara, if the father allows, then they are married. Whose father are we talking about? Rashi. Almanas sheyirze Abba Aviv shel Chasan. Can anybody explain that to me? Why isn't it Aviv shel Kala? I mean, I don't know how old she is, but you have to. If she's a then that answers the question. You have to assume that he's a gadol because he's for sure a gadol. He can't be in the cottage. Can't be in the cottage. So, if his father has no say. I'm talking about considering dinner, but there's no other standing for the father of the father. I do not understand this. Bipashtus and Rutosa doesn't say anything in it. Bipashtus, I would have thought that what we're talking about is her as a katana. That's what I would have thought. But as I looked in Rashi, I'm like, well, I didn't have any time to look into this, but it it, it requires an answer. It doesn't make sense. What kind of condition is that? Maybe Bikoshi Rab, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Abba means my father. That's what he says. Amanashi, you're to Abba. That's what Rashi says. What's the case, Bichlau? Why is it? What is his father have anything to do with this? He wants his father to want to. He doesn't have to want, but he's making the case. And you're saying that she's a gadola. You're saying she's a gadola. Yeah. 
And then it's a red. She can't. She, we need her father's permission. Not by a woman. By a woman, it's Yurtza. Whatever. Okay, we have, I mean, that's subject to debate. But a father has to be okay with the condition of his daughter. She's a katana. Well, that's interesting. Not even talking to the kala. He said, he, he said the case could be where, let's say I want to marry uh, Rachel. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking to Rachel. I'm talking to the shver. I'm talking to my father-in-law. I said, by the way, I want to marry your daughter, provided that my father's okay with it. Okay, we can come up with a case. Very good. Very good. That's uh, that's great. So either she's a gadola, and well, and no matter what, she's just, this is just a random tonight. You could have said if my shoes are a size nine also, probably. I think that might be the real right answer. It's just it's not why he's doing it. Why do any of this? That's also true. I've never been at a wedding where dancing. Just give her. <laughs> some people actually it sounds like some people actually respect their father's opinion here. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't push it, Joe. Yeah, oh. I'm only in Dafyomi with my father in the back. I'm not uh... <laughs> all right. if let's say that he had this dialogue with the father. And before the father could respond, seemingly, that's what it means. We'll analyze in the Gemara what happened. We're under an assumption that they're married. Wow. Do we need to get? Right? Because he said, Or Yibam. Or Yibam. One of the two. Neither of them are wonderful, but yes, Yibam is worse. So it says the Gemara, Mesa Ben. Because there was a condition here, we want to save um, a bunch of bad case scenarios over here. Either that she's going to get a get and she can't marry a coin or a yibu, yeah, whatever. She, have, she wouldn't get a get. No, no, but she would have been yibu. married. Oh, it's only yibu. It's only. Yeah. Which seems to be much worse. Neither of them are roses, no? Agreed, but you want to, it just feels like you want to really... Yeah. Right. Another Afkamina would just be a Kohen, no? But even if That's it isn't sure. the case of kid, right. even if she has a kid, say she. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so says the Gemara, we teach him to say, to undo the marriage. That means even after the fa the husband, the potential husband would die, the Aras, when he dies, we can still undo the marriage because the condition is posthumous. The condition lives past the death of the of the of the fiance and the father can say in any rotsa and therefore they're not even married. That's crazy by the way. That's a that, that's just the lumdus of that is crazy. No, that's just the last case of uh, of Rashi. Yeah. Rashi's yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. what? but if the father cannot do it like that for my Freya so what does it mean for the entire time they were together? Well, they weren't together together. It's just Arison. They weren't allowed to sleep together. The question is, what was her status from 
Harad Mikudeshly on the condition that my father said yes. So there's no nafkamina is like if she got pregnant, then they were breaking halacha. That's not not a lot of sleep together. Because it was just Averson. All right. The Gemara analyzes. My Amanashi Yurtza Abba. When we say that Harad Mikudeshas Amanashi Yurtza Abba, what are we expecting from the Hassan's father? If you want to say that the father can't be passive, he has to be active and say, why, yes, I approve of this marriage. If that's true, then what about the case of in a case where the father dies and he did so without, had he said something, we would know the answer. The, the Mishnah brings the case because he didn't say anything. And by virtue of the fact that he didn't say anything, he's mekudeshes. it can't be that we're waiting for the word in, can't be that we're waiting for him to say yes. Ella, turning to the top of Samach Gemlamadeh, the Gemara says, Ella Almanas, Sheyishtok Abba, the condition that allows him to get married is silence. Shtika Damya. So says the Gemara, well, if that's true, then Ema Seifa, then we have a problem with the last case. Mes Haben, what do you mean? Malam Lomar Amai Roshasik, we know exactly what he wants. He didn't say anything. But why are we telling him to say, just don't talk? So why are we made him to not say anything? Just keep your mouth shut and everything will be fine. So says the Gemara, Ella, Omar lo almanas shelo yimcheab. What almanas means is that so that the father shouldn't protest. But now we have a stira. Are you saying that reisha bechad taima umetziyasa bechad taima? The Mishnah is talking about two cases, two, two different types of cases. One where we want the father to be proactive and say in, and one where we want the father to be silent, and they both have the same result, which is, of course, astira. So to this, the Gemara says, Amar Yanai, in. Okay, that's difficult. Amar Reish Lakish, Shmami Nami de Ravyanai. Because Ravyanai learns our Mishnah the way that he does, we therefore see the following principle. Samach Gimel Amad six lines down. Dachkinan umukminan masnisin betray taima valiba dechad taima. It's better to squeeze and to reshape a Mishnah, to have two different reasons according to one Tana, namely that one case in our Mishnah could, could be that we want the father to proactively say in, and another case where the father says nothing. It's better to do that than it is to have one Mishnah with clean reasons according to different Tanoi. I find this to be difficult, personally. It's not what I... I feel like that's not what we see in Shas. I don't know, it could be wrong. Because we do try to avoid having the Reisha and the Seifa being different authors. And here he's saying that's not true. We want them to be the same author, even if the Svaras are opposite, which is challenging. But that's what the Gemara says. Okay. Rav Yosef Bar-Ami Omar, really everything is one time. Umay almanashi yurtze abba. What then was the initial case in the Mishnah of almanashi yurtze abba? It's not that he said in almanashi lo yimcha abba mikan vead shloshim yom. Okay, that's better. He comes up with a real answer. Nobody's saying in. The first case is up to 30 days, and the second case is just silence before he dies. Fine, very good. Next Mishnah says the Mishnah 10, 12 lines down on Samach Gimel, Amid Beis. Kidashti esbiti ve'eni yodea lemi kidashtiya. This is not a good scenario. A father marries off his daughter, and he can't remember which Avrech in the in the base Medrash he married off his daughter to. I, I don't understand this. I don't. <laughs> I don't uh, very difficult. 
This guy pipes up and says, Oh, she's a beautiful girl. I'm the one who proposed to her. So says the Gemara, He's believed. We have to see what it is that he's believed for. Is he believed in as much as he has to now divorce her? Or is he believed in that he's married to her? We'll have to see the Nafkaminas and the Gemara. This is going to turn out to be a machlokes amorai. Next case. If instead of one bachar in yeshiva piping up and saying, your beautiful daughter is my wife, two bacharim say, no, 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 aniki The other guy says, aniki So then, shneim nosnen get. Both of them are allowed to give a get, are required to give a get. If they want, one person can give a get and the other person can marry the woman. Very difficult Mishnah. The Mishnah says, when we say Ne'eman in the first case, that means a father married off his daughter and he wasn't sure who married her. And one guy, only one guy, comes in, uh, comes up and says, Aniki Tashtiya, we said he's Ne'eman. What does Rav say? Omar Rav, he's Ne'eman only in regards to Litain Get. He's not allowed to marry her. He's not actually married to her. And the Gemara presents the Svara for both sides of Rav's Shita. Ne'eman Litain Get. Why is it that we say we believe him enough that he's obligated to bring a Get? Because Adam this guy has no benefit. What, what is he doing? He's just getting divorced. Well, why would he bother saying it must be true? And at the same time, because the reason why he can't get married is because maybe he's leveraging a scenario to try and be intimate with her. And therefore, that's not reasonable either. All of that is Shitas Rab. Ravasi Amar Af Unbelievable. A father says, I don't know who I married, my daughter off to. One random guy says it was me. And the father's like, um, okay, I guess. They're married, they can sleep together, they can build a family. The shameless affairs. So says the Gemara. Umode Ravasi. Ravasi agrees in the following case. We were talking about a case where the father forgot. But let's say, says Ravasi, where she says, this is even worse than the father forgetting, is the wife, she got, she's engaged and she doesn't remember who her fiancé is. It says the Gemara, One guy says, I married her. There, Ravasi agrees with Rav, that uh, just like Rav says it in two cases, Rav says when the father doesn't know who she married and when the daughter doesn't know who she married. Raviosi, Rav, not Raviosi. Ravasi says, no, when the father doesn't know who she married, one guy comes up and says, I married her, we believe him, even for Lichnos, even to marry. Masha'enkein, in this case, he agrees with Rav that if the woman herself forgot, then there's no Naamanus to say that they could be married. Now the Gemara asks Akasha on all of this. The Gemara says, Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Ratu, Echad, no Sein Get, Echad, Kones. At the end of our Mishnah, we had this line that if there are two men who are claiming, in regards to a case where a father said, I forgot who I married you off to, and two Bachram claimed, Aniki Dashtia, we had said at the end of our Mishnah that it's possible that one person could give a get and one person could marry. If that's true, to you to Dirab, because Rav says there's no Knisa over here. So if Rav says there's no Knisa when there's one Bachar, why would Rav Knisa say, why would Rav say that there's Knisa when there's two Bachram? That doesn't make sense. The Gemara says halfway down on Samach Gimel Amid Yes, it does. 
Rav. Rav would answer, shiny hasam. It's different when you have two bachram saying aniki dashtia. The cave and the ika acher Because there are two people who are approaching at the same time saying aniki dashtia. If there is one that then changes his tune and says, I'll be the one who gets divorced, it must be Irtuse Mirtas. He's afraid to say the wrong claim. And therefore, when he changes his tune to say, I'll be the one who gets divorced, that's a raya that the other shita must be true. And when he says, it must be that they're allowed to get married. And that means that Rav holds that there is a case scenario where a man who says Aniki Dashtia can get married, but it's only where he's accompanied by another man who says, you're right, but I'm going to get divorced. So when the two of them come in together, then it works. And Tanya Kavase, the Ravasi, we have a shita that supports the shita of Ravasi, that Ravasi was of the opinion that Afne on Lichnos in the following case. Black on white, just like the sheet of Ravasi. Two-thirds of the way down. If after they got married, so man, remember that according to Ravasi and this Brisa, if a man walks over to this uh, father and says, I'm the one who married your daughter, he's a lone soldier. He's a lone bocher, so they get married. If afterwards another guy comes up to him and says, after they're married, then another Bachar shows up and says, no, 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 I'm the one who married Rachel. So the Gemara, we don't trust him at all. The Gemara continues in the Brisa. A woman who says, I got married, but I don't know to whom I got married. We don't trust him because we're afraid that she may cover for him and be like, oh, uh, sure, yeah, we'll just be married. Sure. We're afraid that she's going to cover. This is a new idea, not presented in the Gemara, but that's what the Brisa says. Now the Gemara asks Akasha. The Gemara says, Would there be skila with this woman who is now a na'ra me'urasa? Remember, if the sons, if the bachar says, Aniki dashtia, then that means she's a na'ra me'urasa. Let's say she then sleeps with another man. She's a regular na'ra me'urasa, even though the way we got to the fact that she was engaged was atypical. The father wasn't sure if she was who he got engaged to. A bachar says aniki dashtia. Now they're married. Is she a regular nara murasa? Yes or no? This is a machloka samurai. Three fourths of the way down, Ravam or Ain Soklin. Rav Samar, there's no skiva. She's not a regular nara murasa. Ravasi Omar Soklin. Ravasi was of the opinion that she is a regular nara murasa, and there is skiva. Ravam or Ain Soklin. Ki hemne rachmona la'av isura Liktala lo hemne. In a case like this where there's so much confusion, we only believe him and the father in as much as there's an iser. But it's an atypical case. We cannot mete out a capital punishment in such a case. We believe the father completely. And once the father accepts the kedushin from the, the, the one bachar, then she is a regular naram urasa. If she then sleeps with another man, she's chayevski. Amar Ravasi, Ravasi who said skila, he is umodina beomeras niskadashti she'en sokrim. That if there is a case where she says niskadashti, uh, then there's no skila there. Amar Ravasi, hani shmaitza didi me igri. 
this is a phrase that's been used by a lot of Mepharshim, um, and Igra, is when things are very problematic. The letter has been torn up. So says the Gemara, what's the problem? Ravasi saying this about his own Shita, by the way. Ravasi was of the opinion that in a case of Niskadashti, Shein Sokhlin, and he gives the following challenge to his own Shita. Says the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom. Hashta, umabe makom kones, Amris Soklin, in a case scenario where we have that if he's Balichnos, that if he wants to get married and we allow him to get married, that there's Skila. Makom Shim Balichnos ain Kones, and in a case scenario where he wants to get married and we don't allow it, ain't Odin, Shesoklin, all the more so there should be Skila because we didn't allow that. And says the Gemara Velohi, that Svara is incorrect. After all, we don't care about her shitas. We only care about his. And therefore, it's correct in that second half of the Kalvachomer that they can't get married, but that's for other reasons. Now, Rav Chizda disagrees with this approach. Rav Chizda, uh, Rav Chizda, uh, Rav Chizda, Amar, Echad Zev, Echad Zev, Ein Soklin. Sorry. Whereas six lines, seven lines from the bottom. Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda has his own rationale. Dam Rav Chizda, my child, Ben He's nine years old in one day. And there's a young girl who's three years in one day. What's the common denominator of these two ages? This is when Bia becomes proper Bia. For a man, Bia becomes proper Bia when he's nine years in one day. For a woman, Bia becomes proper Bia when she's three years in one day. So it says the Gemara, in these age brackets, Nam on the Korban, Aval, Lola Makos Velola Onshin. Rav Chizda says there are no Onshin in this category. And this is similar enough to our case, where we say that there is no Onshin. And Tanya Kavase, the Rav Chizda. Last couple of lines on Samach Kemal Amabez. We'll stop at the Mishnah at the top of Samach Ta'al Amabalev. Tanya Kavase, the Rav Chizda. Bini Zeh, Ben Yud Gimel Shana Vyom Echad. Biti Zeh, Yud Be Shana Vyom Echad. In these cases, how, what is the level of these age brackets are sufficient to trust about Nadarim. Haramim is a special way to give uh, something to the base of the Mikdash. To make something hektesh. When a person commits to give an amount of money to the base of the Mikdash based on the value of a person in certain standing, of holds us across the board. And in cases like this, we do not hold that there would, there would be any skila. Lamaisa, it's a three-way machlokas, seemingly, between uh, between Rav and Ravasi and Rav Chiza in regards to Skila by this um, oddball case of whether or not she's a Narama Urasa and whether or not there's Skila. We'll stop at the second line on Samachtal and Madalaf, wishing you all a beautiful night.